live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. It's only three days for the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Hour two, T-Row in the Morning Show, Toby and... TJ and Tyler and John all back with you live at Brown O'Haver today. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Folks, it is spring. Spring has sprung, and XOE is a full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers. Eric Church is the bad boy of country music. I am the bad boy of sports radio, and XOE has bad boy zero-turn mowers. Tractors and implements as well. And their slogan is, try it before you buy it. Both locations have a couple of acres of grass, and we encourage our customers to take the mowers for a spin before deciding which is the right mower for them. Bad Boy, made in America, has been one of the top brands of mowers for more than a decade. Go check them out at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. TJ, have you mowed yet? No, I'm going to hold off for as long as I can. I have not. I have not. John Tyler, have you mowed yet? First mow of the year? You have a bad boy? Not surprising, TJ. John Whitson, a bad boy mower owner. Of course he does. Love it? He loves it. Have you mowed yet? No. No? Have you mowed yet? Are you guys feeling the – I got peer pressure in my neighborhood. Men are out starting to mow the last weekend or so. I'm starting to feel the peer pressure. Uh Uh-oh. Headset's going on. Well, if you've you've, uh, done the pre-emergent and pre-treated, you shouldn't be mowing at this point. I don't know the things of which you speak right now. I have no idea. Do you have if they're mowing? If they're mowing, they're only mowing weeds. Are they only they're mowing weeds right now? They're sitting on a lawnmower and they're riding around. I don't know. No, I think it's peer pressure. My three surrounding neighbors have all mowed within the last week, and all of them have beautiful yards. And I'm like, what are you people doing? Grass. My wife can verify. I was yelling out my kitchen window at the person behind me uh, Saturday, like, "Stop! What are you doing?" They don't need to be. They don't need to be mowing. You don't mow until after Easter. It's the same thing with like planting flowers. You don't mow until after Easter. Is that when you? Where do you? When do you wear? Well, white? maybe a little more. A little, well, I don't know. It's, Easter's what the sixteenth tw- this week this year. Yeah, it's it that weekend. Be, yeah, because you don't want to risk mowing. You you mow a little too early and you get one last freeze or something like that. You could damage the. Uh, I trust you. You're a bad boy mower. Oh, owner. listen, I got a great yard. I'm I'm just saying. Top. It's you're, a top it five. Like you're doing pre- it's a top five. You're doing all kinds of. Uh, it's a top five, top ten yard in Norman. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. I. If they're they're mowing too soon. If they're mowing right now, they're mowing weeds. Okay. And that's fine. So I don't guess. Worry about Kill that. your weeds. Don't worry about. Do you have weeds in your yard? I got. I got a yard. I got a. Yeah. I live in a pasture basically. So. 
Well, I live on five acres. That doesn't mean you can't be proud of yourself and take care of your stuff. I'm proud of my grass in the backyard. I'm proud of my where I live. Everything else, I don't really care. Okay. Well, this is this is kind of weird, but uh, yeah, I would. Yes, if you're mowing right now, it's because you're mowing weeds, which is fine, I guess, if you want to mow weeds. But if you've done your if you've done the job through this winter and you're prepared, I'm not prepared. And you're and you're waiting to execute. Just wait. You got to let the grass grow. Then once it begins to grow. It's an every five day process. Five? You mow every five days? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Oh my gosh! You got to keep the the Bermuda needs constant mowing. TJ, how often do you mow? In season, maybe once one, I get one of these bad boys. Once I'll a week. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. The bad boys. Once so a week. They make they make a. Tyler, seat. how often do you mow? At least once a week. At least once a week, maybe twice a week. They got the air ride seats. You guys on, mow more often. They got than the I air do. ride seats on the. Yeah. On the bad boy, it's got the oh man, it's like a Cadillac. Really? Oh, it's fantastic. You, and that's probably why I like mowing so much. So it's enjoyable, and it's something you want to get out there and do. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. And then your wife thinks you're working. You know, it's like oh, you do such a great job taking care of the yard. Oh, you're welcome. In the meantime, I'm listening to a podcast while I'm mowing. It's right. Outstanding. Right. So you get manhood check mark. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're getting your own kind of free time on your own. That's correct. Unbeknownst to her. Yes, uh, and the yard looks good too. Yeah, and you have time to do this twice a week. Well, you got to make time for things that are important in your life, Toby. Um, obviously, that has fallen through the cracks. Wait a minute, with me, so. you're asking us and acting like we're crazy for once a week. How often do you mow your yard? You talking to me? Yes. And and really, wait, wait, wait. Back to an earlier point made. You have two adult boys living with you. Why are you even <laughs> yes. mowing the yard? Yes. They should be mowing the yard twice a week. One on Monday, one on Thursday. One on Monday, my one wife, on Thursday. My wife and I enjoy yard work. We enjoy mowing. I used to mow it all, and she would work in the garden. Then I went through my back situation, and there was a period of time there, a couple of years, where I couldn't be on the rider because it was too bumpy in the sure. back. And so uh, I would push mow our backyard, our fenced-in area. TJ knows at my house. I would push mow the fenced-in area. I still do. I enjoy that uh, around the cement pond and everything. And she will ride the rest of it. And she loves it. So I don't, we've never really – we have circled the boys in once in a while in an emergency situation. But it's not like we are eager to give up that responsibility. But I would say it's an every two weeks thing for us. Yeah. That's about how often you're that neighbors. Look at this guy's yard. What a bum. Do you have an HOA we can write into to see how many? I do. Yeah. How many complaints we've had against? Yeah. Wow. Every two weeks. Probably. Probably every two weeks. Yeah. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing pretty good that way. No wonder you enjoy uh, mowing. You only do it like six times a year. Jeez. It's good exercise, but I need to pick up the pace, it sounds like. Yeah. It's a frequency thing. Hmm. It's okay. a frequency this thing. This is news to me. And it actually makes it easier to mow, right? Because it's not going to be near as thick, and you just get a nicer mow. You have less. Yeah. I feel like it depends on the amount. Bag? I feel like it depends on the amount of rain. Because you're mulching, too, right? You're not bagging. I am mulching the backyard where I push. The other mower, the, the ride mower is just blowing yeah, it Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But if you're going to mulch, then, yeah, you got to go at least once a week. Hmm. 
You're having big clumps of grass, I bet, everywhere. No, I have no issues. I have a beautiful lawn. Oh, well. Maybe yeah. you've got it figured out. I mow when it needs to be mowed. That's what I do. I don't have, like, a regularly no. scheduled day or anything. I wake up and I say, backyard needs to be mowed today, and then I mow the backyard. I can't live with that sort of freedom. <laughs> It is reckless. Yeah. It is reckless. I can't live with that sort of freedom. I don't recommend this lifestyle for everyone. Uh, all right, let's hear from OU's quarterback. Dylan Gabriel spoke to the media yesterday, and he uh, we'll start with this when he's talking about his uh, new offensive coordinator. Well, our new offensive coordinator. He's not new to Dylan Gabriel, Jeff Levy. Um, you know, I think it goes way back, and, you know, just from a trust standpoint, um, you know, really trusted him, loved playing in his offense. The way he's able to, you know, strategically use people and and put them in good positions to go play, you know, and win a lot of ball games while scoring a lot of points. So it's something I really love about it. But you know, most of all, I just love how he continues to push me um, to get to levels, you know, I didn't think I had. And um, you know, that's obviously why we're you know back together. So um, super grateful for him. And I know every time I've played with him, and you know, throughout just spring ball to to fall camps to season i've progressed in a super positive way so i mean in all aspects right like i think that's the coolest thing about coach levy is that he evolved and he continues to you know and i think you just look at college football that's what you have to do if you want to stay relevant if you want to continue putting up points because of the fact that there's always you know annual self scouts about you know how people looked over the season i think as he's continued to evolve you know from ucf to now I mean, it is night and day difference. Um, just just little things that we're trying to get to, you know, different answers from UCF. Now they're different here, and you have those answers. So um, I think it'll continue to grow. You know, even if you ask me today, looking in the season, it'll continue to grow because it's all based on personnel, based on, you know, what we're best at running and what we're best at. TJ, I was listening to uh, that show we have in the afternoons from 2 to 3 locked, yesterday. Locked up, yeah. Locked up with uh, Thune and McComas. Great show, lots of recruiting information, but they had a little bit of a tiff yesterday, the two of them did. And uh, it was about Dylan Gabriel, and uh, at one point Tyler said to Parker, I think I'm higher on Dylan Gabriel than you are. You heard that, didn't you, John? Tyler, you heard that, right? Uh, Were you listening at that point? You might not have been listening. (laughs) But... Uh, Tyler thinks Dylan Gabriel is going to be the best quarterback in the Big 12 next year. And I think Parker said, yeah, let's wait and see or something like that, something to that effect. So what is your hunch on Dylan Gabriel, TJ? Um, obviously, uh, since we've started hearing from him, sounds much cooler than Caleb Williams ever did. He does sound like a uh, cool cat, sound, doesn't Sounds he? like a cool cat. I remember when Caleb would come yeah. on, uh, I really like Lincoln Riley, he's kind of cool. Um, wait, you heard Caleb Williams talk? Uh, when yes. was that? Yes. Uh, I don't know. In my head. Um, I am somewhere in between the two of those guys. Oh. I think Wish Dylan Gabriel. It. No, I think Dylan Gabriel is going to be the best quarterback in the Big 12. I don't think that's hard to accomplish. Um, but I am also a. I, I'm starting to get a little concerned with everything right now. I'm letting my paranoia wow. uh, start to creep in because wow. I've sat now for three months and heard everything that's just happened is the greatest thing that could have ever have happened 
for this football right. program. Everything is perfect. Everything yep. is going to be incredible. So now we were my living brain, in a pile of garbage and didn't know yes. it. Yes. And now we have finally seen the sunshine. Right. So my We've thing been is free of our sins. My thing is, boy, what's going to go wrong? Because it can't be this perfect, can it? So that's how my brain's working right now. That sounds fun to be your brain. <laughs> and I, I think things are going to be great. I think I agree with everyone, but the fact that everyone thinks that has me concerned. Well, everyone local. True, yes. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about, right. National media thinks we're going to be uh, What a disaster. You've just right. uh, downgraded significantly. Who's this Brent Venables guy? We've never so heard of So back to Dylan Gabriel. Uh, I think he's going to be the best quarterback in the Big 12. I think I agree with Tyler on that. I'll go Tyler's side on that if I'm taking a side on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I like the way he sounds. I mean, I want to I want to see him out there. I'm looking forward to the spring game for a lot of reasons, and that's certainly one of them. I like the fact that if you're implementing a new offense – that at least the guy, you know, operating it has seen it before. That right. gives me yeah. some no, comfort. That, that's good. Uh, otherwise, I would like, well, it might take him a while to get the – if your quarterback knows what he's doing, boy, that seems like that's going to help a ton. So he seems mature. Obviously, he's got a lot of experience. Uh, it hasn't necessarily been at a monster institution like OU, but still, he's got a lot of experience. He's handled himself well. He's got a really cool oversized helmet. I like everything about him so far. <laughs> but you know how it is, TJ. This time a year ago, we were on the Spencer Rattler for Heisman train. So things can turn quickly around here. Uh, I think Tyler just texted the show, by the way, on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. The what? show's called What's Locked that? In, not Locked Up. Oh, that's right. I'm very in. angry at it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for correcting us. Um, so, anyway, John, how do you feel about uh, young young DG, Mr. Gabriel? I know it's hard to answer. We haven't seen no. you throw a pass yet we in our uniforms. We haven't, but, he, but he's got a track record, right? It's That's like right. He's got a record of success, and he's got a record of success in this offense. Correct. With less uh, with less weapons. Lesser offensive weapons, probably not facing as good a defense as he's going to see, but well, that's still true. The, it's still the Big 12. Well, I, I mean, I, I... Big 12 was good defensively last I, year. Well, a couple teams for sure, but I, I'm i excited about it. I think we're in a, we, we're in a better... We've upgraded at, at head ball coach. Okay. We've upgraded at offensive coordinator. Wow. See, this is what, this is what I'm talking I, about. This is what's starting to worry me. I think we've I think we've upgraded a quarterback. <laughs> we have upgraded a quarterback. I people forget maybe there were some amazing moments last year yeah. by Caleb Williams. Some Absolutely. amazing moments. Yeah. Te- I'll never forget the the Cotton Bowl. We've talked about this. It's the ma- best sporting event ever I've ever been to. How about the we'll probably never the fourth be to- down against Kansas. Yes, but why are we having to pull the ball out of Kennedy Brooks' hand at fourth down at Kansas? Because know, he, he was because he was because he was throwing bad passes and making bad decisions, and that offense was stagnant and stale Correct. against Kansas, against the worst team in the country. Our boy genius head coach couldn't muster first downs in the first half. <laughs> Something tells me Jeff Levy and Dillian Gabriel might get a first down against Kansas in the first quarter. It might happen. 
So if that's a microcosm of our season, which I think it is, is complete mediocrity surrounded by small moments of brilliance, I'll take the consistency and the and the approach that we're going to get from Lebby and Venables and Gabriel every day. Of the week. I'm calling it right now. I would I think we've upgraded at all three positions. Consistency of excellence. Consistency of excellence is what we're it, going to see from this coaching staff in this quarter. Well, I think so. I mean, and and the thing is, it's demonstrated. We've seen it before. Mm-hmm. That 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 I think is what's when that's what's frustrating with the national media is they're they're forgetting that we've seen each of these people succeed at very high levels. Right. Why not when we put them together? Why won't they? I, I think it's going to be outstanding. I think it's a win all the way around. So I appreciate the vote of confidence, TJ. Way to go, buddy. Way to go. go. Let's go. It felt like he start, TJ started that answer riding the fence, and then the further he got into it, he talked himself. The best out there is, the best the there was, out. the best there ever will be. There you go. That's it. Uh, all right. Today's OTD when we come back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. I'm told the sunrise is beautiful right now. I looked out. How about that? Los Dos is blocking my view, but go and check it out if you don't have a Mexican restaurant. Blocking your uh, view of the sunrise this morning. I hear it's gorgeous. Mm. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Last day for his March special. Call him today. Say, hey, look, I'm looking to sell my home and buy a home. He'll list your home for free. Call Terry today, 405-361-3380. Or visit SaxonRealtyGroup.com, home of the $899 listing fee couple of texts here on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. Uh, someone wanting to know, does that cat have to take an English class? <laughs> That's a good question. That's what I said. I don't know if the cat can communicate with the other cat. Do cats speak different languages? Do dogs? Deep questions for us to. Uh, I'm not today. reading the one about what this cat this cat uh, text says. That's uh, rude. Um, Eric Church should have just said his voice was shot instead. True, he could have played that angle, and I guess you could still go to the game if, like, say you've got laryngitis or vocal cord rest or whatever. But if you're caught like screaming and yelling and cheering, like he was just up front, like, hey. I want to go to this basketball game. I'm a uh, diehard North Carolina fan. I uh, will never see a matchup like this. It's Coach K's last run. It's Final Four. I'm going to the game. I'm at a point in my career where I can say, you know what? I'm not going to play the show in San Antonio this week. Those uh, 20000 will just have to get a refund on their ticket. So. He loves his team. He's got other, perhaps, obligations or things he could do, but his love <laughs> of his team takes priority. Right. And so he chooses to go support his team. Yeah. You're acting like that's a shot that. at me, as if I never go huh? to sporting events. You act like I never attend well, an Oklahoma sporting event. I thought about the correlation event. to you. Yes, no, I'm sure really you didn't. I'm sure you it? didn't. Like, let's say yeah. you could go to the lake. Maybe you've told your like, wife. You've only to been to lake, three baseball games this game. year. You have not been to all of seven home games. Now that you bring it up, interesting. Jeez. Jeez. Maybe uh, Eric Church will be a good influence on you. 
Um, I, I think he's really already been a good uh, influence on me. I'll probably uh, at some point maybe, maybe this say, weekend you know pull what? a burp. I should be uh, more uh, like Eric uh, Church. Yeah. Maybe I should support the Sooners more wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yes, I, d- I don't ever attend any sporting events. Uh, plant flowers after Mother's Day, this person says. All right, thank you for that. Toby, I think when can you're... When I wear white? That's all I care about. Toby, I think you're the GOAT. But... Mowing every two weeks, you need a goat. That's from Wildcat Chris. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to pay more attention to how often I mow this year. I really don't know what my time frame is. I have just a neighbor. And I say, oh, I need to mow today. I have a neighbor just like Toby, mows once every two weeks. It's pathetic. <laughs> is that layman? Uh, might be. Sounds might like be. something Teddy would say. Uh, hate to find out how often he showers every three weeks. <laughs> People getting after you. You guys got a lot more time, free time on your hands than I do. I mean, get <laughs> mowing every week. That takes a lot of time, man. Are you trimming and mowing and doing the whole yes, kit and caboodle? The whole thing, the same. Every week. Same thing every week, same uh, routine. Yes, absolutely. That's a day. That's a day. I don't got a day to give up every week. But that's not true in the summer. You've got a day to give up all the time. Once baseball's no. over, you've got a full three months before football I got, starts. I got a nap. I got to swim. Exactly. I've got to <laughs> watch Nick Jr. with the kids. Nap. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so all right. You, get to your, uh, get you get to O-L-L-O-L-B on the border or whatever this is. Yesterday we debuted a new game show called On This Date, and it was the uh, pilot episode, and I think it went well. TJ went 3-0. and He missed the bonus. We gave you a five-year window yesterday, TJ. You felt like that was too much, so we're going to trim it down to a four-year window today, see how that works. Maybe we'll get to three, but I want to ease you into this slowly. So today you get a four-year window on these. Are huh. you okay with that? Yeah, I'll have to. That's like harder math, but I can think I can handle it. Yeah, you can. So I'll an eight-year window you. instead you of a ten-year window, but you know, whatever. No, a four-year window on each side. You just guess the year. I'll tell you whether you got within four years or not. All okay? right, all right. John is here. Would you like John's assistance today? I may. I may. He's uh, very I'll, good in all things. I'll call historical. on him if I need a lifeline. Sure, especially the historical stuff. All right. All right, John, only chime in if you're called upon. That's what I'm hearing from TJ right now. Like yesterday, TJ, I have three regulation and a bonus for you. Are you ready? On this date, TJ asked you, are you ready? Oh, yes, sorry. I was waiting for the uh, on this date, yeah. On this date, March 31st, what year was The Matrix released in theaters? That would have been. On this date. 1999 or 2000, pretty sure it was 99, I went with Jeff Wakely to a theater in, was that Duncanville we saw that movie? I don't know, it was the 99 because I went with Jeff Wakely to see the movie, I, can, <laughs> I know exactly who I was with when I saw that movie, so 1999, final answer. Holy mackerel! Great start, great start, 1999, on the nose, March 31st, The Matrix released in theaters. Way to go, Teach. Thank you, uh, Jeff. Number two, we're going to get... At Speaker Jones on uh, Twitter if you need to find you. <laughs> on this date, what year was WrestleMania one held where Hulk Hogan and Mr. T 
beat Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. Jeez, why don't you just set them on a tee Hulk and let me Hogan fire off today. T. A movie and a uh, WrestleMania. 1985 was the first WrestleMania. <laughs> Final answer. Oh, baby, what a shot. Uh, that's correct. Holy cow. Well, I mean, you didn't even have to think about no, that. No, I just know WrestleMania started in 1985, so that's pretty easy for a wrestling nerd back in the Are 80s Are you proud of having that knowledge right um, at the front of your brain instantaneously like that? Certainly, yeah, certainly. Yeah? Yeah. All right, two for two with absolutely no thought whatsoever. Those were two uh, pretty we... easy for my brain, yeah. Wheelhouse? My wheelhouse, mm-hmm. All right. This will not be in your wheelhouse. Okay. We're going to Broadway. Oh, right. gosh. <laughs> On this date, in what year did the musical Oklahoma premiere on Broadway? Oh, gosh. Would you like me to sing it for you? Well, I mean, if you want to sing, I know the song. I know the, the play. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the wave and wheat. Sure smells. I would. Uh, the wind comes right behind the rain. Like to ask for a lifeline here from John. I'm thinking this thing's probably about 70 years old. Maybe John, the 50, early 50s, maybe late oh, 40s. Oklahoma every night, my honey lamb and I. John, do you feel as though I'm in the right so area? Probably about 70 something years old, maybe the 1950s. In the sky. There was the, uh, the OU Sooner book. We know we belong to the land. Written by the same author as the Junction and the land Boys. We belong to his grand. Who talks about so when we say, the Oklahoma yep. release coming before Bud Wilkinson was hired. We're only saying you're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay. So if we put it before Bud Wilkinson was hired, I think it's like 1947. Okay, the high notes the so 47. So that's kind of where I was thinking I, I, that time period, like 50, 40, I, late 40s, early 50s. Oklahoma premiered on Broadway. I think it was March bo- 31st. I think it was. Year? I know it was before the 47 game winning streak, and I'm pretty sure it was before Billy Vessels. Man. So that's my. That would be. That's my. If you're calling me to phone a friend, what a connection here. I'm saying 1947. He's saying the musical. Oklahoma premiered before Billy Vessels. I um, well, you're, he's in the, you're coming out of the Dust Bowl. You're coming out of World War II in the Dust Bowl. Oklahoma needed a, a kick in the back of the pants. They needed to lift me up. Get fired up. Mm-hmm. And they came out with Oklahoma, which created a large amount of pride for the state. And then um, shortly thereafter, Bud Wilkinson ushered in the yeah. gra- maybe the greatest era of Oklahoma football for Five to six years. Wow, that seems like a shot at Barry Switzer right there. Well, 40, we'll it's hard, to, it's hard to take being. forty-seven straight away from anybody. All right, I'm gonna go. Go ahead. Teach. I'm gonna go with John. Nineteen forty-seven. Final answer. Holy mackerel! Yes. Nineteen forty-three. Oh, oh wow. right on it with the four years. Wow. Yeah, there we go. I thought it was. La- I thought it was after World War II. Wow. The okay. musical Oklahoma premiered on Broadway. Thank goodness you had the four-year window today, TJ. You know, it recently and came back through you... Oklahoma and uh, caused a controversy because they've changed up the 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 uh, Broadway play a little bit. So, uh, three and zero. Oh. Uh, all you got left is down the bonus. We'll do that on the other side of this timeout. 7.34 in the morning, live at Brown O'Haver today. It's the T-Row in the morning show. 
the ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back. Uh, Toby, TJ, John, we're at Brown O'Haver. Tyler's hanging out, doing social media stuff. All right, TJ, perfect uh, 3-0 and run through OTT today. Are you ready for the bonus? Again, this can only help you. It cannot hurt you. Uh, you could move. Uh, you could erase a future miss if you get this one correctly. You missed yesterday's bonus. What was yesterday, TJ? Yeah, that was that yesterday. Uh, oh, the purchase of Alaska. Would you have oh, gotten the purchase yeah. of Alaska, John? Seward's Folly? Mm, he, he looks quizzical. I don't think he would have. Uh, 67. Yeah, you would have been in the price. He would have been. He would have got you had John yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here's today's uh, bonus question. Uh, today, March 31st, what year, TJ, did the Eiffel Tower open? Oh, gosh. You ever been to France, TJ? Never have. Um, John's been to France. He went to a World Cup in France. Maybe you should ask him. He ate lunch in the Eiffel Tower. So would you have like a little, little sandwich, little hand sandwich? Surely there's a plaque there then, and he's seen the plaque like open this day in. Are you? So asking I'm asking for help? for help. Yeah, I'm thinking probably in the 1800s sometime, but I I, I don't the know Eiffel, where to. You know what the Eiffel Tower is, right, TJ? Uh, yes. Over in France, over, you know yeah. what it looks like, yes. right? I the know tower. what it looks like. Yes. Yeah. Now the question is, what year did it open? That's sort sort of a gift, or was it from a, for a World's Fair? He's asking for your help if you'd like to help him. Was that like for a World's Fair or something? It was a World's Expo. Yeah, okay. It was a World's Expo. Um, my initial thoughts like 1890, but I did the I don't guy know. who built the Statue of Liberty built the Eiffel Tower? No, same country though. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think so. That sounded a little more. Um, po- I sounded a little more convicted on that than I know for sure. So, yeah. yeah. But okay. I don't think so. All right. What year was the I- did the Eiffel Tower so you're open? you 1890. I've got yeah, no problem but with I don't that. Feel great. I don't feel great about that. I don't feel well, great I don't have that, any though. other guess. I was thinking 1800s, later part of it, but I don't know where to, like, put it within a window of four years on either side. So, um, you know, we're not talking about Big Ben – Yes. We're not talking no. about <laughs> Yes. We're talking about the Eiffel the Tower. Eiffel Tower, yeah. I, we're not talking about the pyramids. I've got no better guess, so uh we'll we'll go what do you say, eighteen ninety? I'll go I'm fine with that, sure. Eighteen ninety. You have indigestion over this, John? Yeah, it looks I like don't you've look, got you are you thinking, I, no, are you I just thinking feel, sooner? I feel like, I should, I, feel like I should know it, but no, I uh, uh, yeah, I'll go final oh answer. Got no better oh. guess than that. Oh, boy, I, I don't sound like John feels very good about that whatsoever. I didn't play anything. I hit a sound effect here, TJ. I didn't play anything. Uh-oh. What's going on? I oh, know. I got the wrong thing punched. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> For the fourth time. Hey, 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 way to go, 18, John. 1889. Oh, oh almost right on it. Wow. 1889. Wow. wow. How about that, you know, Teach? I've, I've let you down so many times, TJ. I'm this, proud this of you today. today. I'm proud of you this today. This feels really good today. I've, I'm right on the Dylan Gabriel take. I'm right on Eric Church, and I'm right on the Eiffel Tower. This is this what is a big run time. this morning. 
TJ, wow. you're six and negative one, and for a new game, you're off to a roaring start. It's got to feel great. I need more WrestleMania and Matrix questions. That's what I know I need. Hey, that's right, right there. That was right out of my post-game interview repertoire right there I just gave you. TJ, great start. It's got to feel great. Six and negative one. <laughs> Feels really well, good. Really we, uh, we prepared uh, all week long. We had a good game plan coming in. It was good to see it executed. Okay, let's transition now to your business, John. Uh, Brown O'Haver, uh, we... Well, I wanted to talk about this in the first hour, right, but we ahead. didn't get to it. So that's... It's more your fault than mine, but go ahead. Uh, Brown O'Haver, we are public insurance adjusters. We work for the insured, not the insurance company. So if somebody has a loss at their home or their business, uh, fire, wind, tornado, hail, call us, 405-735-5510. We represent you. We work to get you paid more money more quickly. Uh, we've been in Oklahoma since 2006. Brown O'Haver's been around since 1988. And um, we're pretty Remember good at Remember those we do. dates, TJ. That could be a future question on OTD. You never know. I'm trying to think of the day that started here. I know it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So if uh, if you've got a loss out there, you know, the, the, the folks down in Kingston and Medill come to mind. Uh, there's We've already had two clients hire us from there. Um, if you know somebody that's been impacted, give us a call. Uh, most people suffer one loss in their lifetime. We're dealing with 30 to 40 claims a month uh, to make sure people get paid and get paid quickly. So it's been. John, I don't understand. What exactly do you guys do? Because I have an insurance agent. You do. You Why ha- would I need you? You have an insurance agent, and an insurance agent is really good at selling insurance. But they're, uh, they don't have anything to do with the decision-making process to pay out on a claim. Mm-hmm. And insurance companies are for-profit businesses, and they are looking to minimize their loss. We're I looking see. to maximize your loss. And on average, we get our clients 30 to 40% more than they'd get on their own. It's all becoming clear to me now, John. Perhaps you could share an example with me that would really solidify Let it. me try to bring this home to the ref family. All right. Where would you say some of your greatest ref sports talk christmas memories have happened if we could personalize this for you guys maybe mike some, holt's house maybe some victories maybe some team victories maybe house. some losses what? uh are you talking about sooner bowl sooner bowl so the good people at sooner bowl were right in the middle of that hailstorm last april and uh we can all remember that tj got lit up as well but he didn't call us and, and his was, house got hurt and was angry for weeks and months on end mm-hmm. but that's fine there's no resentment <laughs> i here. actually did talk to you and you said there's nothing man. i can do for you just handle it dude wow that man had to feel betrayed <laughs> however mandy at sooner bowl was willing to give alice a call right. and say hey i've got to have this place ready to go for the next sports talk bowling christmas holiday party and Alice put this at the priority list. Uh, anyway, so she called her, and they were already having a not great relationship with the client. I mean, with the insurance company. The insurance company was hedging and hemming and hawing, and she hired Alice. And to be honest, she hired her. She wasn't thrilled about having to hire her because she's dealing with the insurance company. She's like, why won't they just pay me? Why should I have to hire you? Yeah, I shouldn't yeah, have yeah. to hire you. That's right. And so we had to really prove ourselves. This wasn't a gimme by any means. We Did had to, you get the job done? They, uh, it was kind of tough. At first, they offered $178,000. Uh, 
uh, to fix her roof. And Alice was not happy with that. We went to work. Uh, the client wasn't happy with it. We went to work. We uh, engaged an engineer. We engaged uh, other roofing experts. At the end of the day, as of last month, they received an additional $660,000 to repair their roofs and to make sure that Sooner Bowl is going to be an Holy Norman God. icon for years to come. It's a lot of bowling balls. It, it is a lot of bowling balls. And 660K. You know what? what you know, wouldn't it, have got that if not for Brown O'Haver. Well, I'd like to think we had a. they wouldn't have got it that quickly. That's for sure. That's for sure. And, um, you know, the thing is, Mandy, who, we, who was our main contact there, owner down there, she, she recognized the value when it was all said and done. She said, we couldn't have done this without y'all. We couldn't have gotten to that point. They would have gotten paid. They would have gotten some money. But it wouldn't have been the amount of money and in the amount of time that they've gotten paid. And there's still more to get that we're still going after them for. If somebody approached you, let's say, with damage to a circle drive and a golden pergola, could you help them out? Absolutely, 100%. You can get yeah. good money on circle drives. Those are expensive. Yeah. Now, you know, now the gold, have, if the golden have, pergola if you, gets damaged, obviously uh, John's the first call I make. If you have a circle drive. Keep that it, in mind, TJ. If it, anything it, happens to your pergola. It's a sign of wealth in the insurance. They, they see that, no and doubt. they start working you. Because they're like, oh, well, if you can afford Don't this. Don't let Uncle Sam see it or your like IRS danger. 100%. Yeah. It is big All right, time. how do people contact you? Because it's, it's spring and, and storms are about to happen, all that kind of stuff. How can people get a hold of you? 405-735-5510. Uh, we've got adjusters um, that we can talk to you about any claim. Whether it's a new claim or an old claim, give us a call. We do claims reviews for free. Check us out on Facebook at Brown O'Haver. But, yeah, give us a call, 405-735-5510. Give our number to your friends if they've had a loss. We want to be able to help folks out. If my water tower in Mustang gets damaged, even though I don't own it, but my name is on it, could I still profit off of that somehow? Yes. Okay. 100%. It's good to know. We'll take a break. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Back after this. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God. Toby. Toby's getting held back by security. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T-Row in the morning show, live from Brown O'Haver. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Last day to inquire with Terry uh, and Jackie over there about listing your home for free. If you're uh, looking to buy and sell your home, and they'll uh, list your home for free. But that special only lasts through March, so get with him. Ask him about that. Uh... Let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. How many days until the spring game? Have a great day. Dude, you got to give me a little bit of a heads up. You've got to be quicker on the buttons. On me. Oh, 23rd. I think that's what he says today. Oh, 23rd. And 23 days until the spring game. Just remind y'all. That's what it is. In case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Thank you, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> I like how aggressive he is with that at the back end. Because any of you have amnesia in twenty days till the spring game. There you go. Uh this uh Air Comfort Solutions text says, uh he's Hawaiian. Of course he's cool. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's worked out it's well hard around here. Not, yeah. not to be cool if you're from Hawaii. 
Uh, Caleb Williams played against their goof defenses last year. He was terrible against Baylor and Iowa State. He was good against OSU in the first half, terrible in the second half. One out of six halves is not good. See what you started today? I love, I love, I love how the Caleb Williams uh, opinion has flopped. I remember like sitting in this office a few months ago, going, "You know what? I don't, yeah." And everybody's just—he's the next best thing since sliced bread. Now he's terrible. Now he's moldy bread. I, but he can't read his zone, guys. Ah, he doesn't need to read his zone. He makes plays. He goes to basketball games. <laughs> the leader. Oh, sure. Now you get on to him for going to basketball games. <laughs> Jerk. Yeah. Uh, a lot of you have sent me images of the uh, sunrise today. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> Somebody tear down Los Dos over there so I can see a sunrise. Um, let's see. Is this guy going to the NBA? Would love to see him do this. To LeBron James. What? This guy going Must to be the... listening to a different station. <laughs> this guy going to the NBA. By the way, T.Y. 41 points last night. Lindy Waters hit seven threes. Hawks blew out the thunder, but big night for Norman North at the Paycom Center last night, Teach. They even uh, acted cordial to one another. So, how about that? Yeah. They um, buried the hatchet. Once every, uh, every two weeks, do you use a brush hog to mow? <laughs> <laughs> I've really offended some people. Today. You have. I'm uh, sorry. I'll try to pick up my pace. Uh, listening you from guys Gil- don't understand. I've got a lot of R and R to get in in the summer months. I can't be mowing all the time, but I'll try to pick up the pace. This one says, uh, listening from Gilmer, Texas this morning, home of Sooner great Manny Johnson. All right. I liked Manuel Johnson when he played here. Fine player. Wide receiver. Apparently, Toby killed it yesterday in his speech to the Mustang High School athletes. My son gave me the full report on Toby's testimony. Influencing the minds of America's youth one speech at a time. Hashtag Mustang legend. Oh, give me a break. How about that? How about that, Give me a break. (laughs) Wouldn't hurt you to come to one of my speeches sometimes, TJ. Maybe I hear you. you know, I hear you speak enough. Around. Yeah, I don't need to Maybe it'll speech. turn your life around. <laughs> All right, break time. Eight o'clock hour has arrived. We're live at Brown O'Haver today, final day of March. Back after this.